Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. All right, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us again on Healing at the Speed of Light. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree. I'm a chiropractor and certified medical laser safety officer, and I'm joined by Christy, who is my frequent uh, <laughs> co-host, essentially, here for the podcast. Christy is a certified laser tech and has been doing uh, the online content development for our doctors for a long time. Today, we are talking specifically about something that we get asked about all the time. Patients are asking about full body light therapy or light panels or beds or whatever um, quite frequently. Well, we know laser therapy works, so why not just do the whole body yeah you know it, it does make sense but when you get down to it, it just you're going to tell us why it's maybe not the best and maybe. i don't know maybe, maybe. we've or got maybe some new is. studies coming out this is so, a new study this um, is a new study uh i'll go ahead and give you the title of the study right off and if you're new to the podcast essentially what we do is we take a study one of these big scientific papers that you definitely love reading through i'm sure and we break it down in a way that makes sense and with some brevity and bring some lessons out of it that the average person can benefit from. That's right. the goal here. Right. Uh, so the study we're looking at today is titled, The Effects of Whole Body Photobiomodulation Light Bed Therapy on Creatine Kinase and Salivary Interleukin-6 in a Sample of Trained Males, a Randomized Crossover Study. Now that... That's a very interesting and intriguing title. Yes. So yes. I'm anxious to hear are, what you have, what we it's have lengthy. found. <laughs> um, yes. So let's 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 talk a little bit first before we really get into some of these quotes here. Red light therapy um, has been getting a lot more attention. Um, infrared therapy, uh, infrared saunas. There's all these different things out there that you've probably heard about or seen ads for online, and. Uh, you know, you have to ask, does any of this actually work? You know, for most people, the idea that light can create changes in the body that can be beneficial is already a stretch. Mm -hmm. But now you're seeing, you know, stuff on Amazon for 20 bucks, laser therapy or, or whatever. And uh, you have to think, you know, is there anything really behind this? Or is it all just a bunch of snake oil? Well, you wonder. Right. You do wonder. Yeah. And you should. So, mm -hmm. You should. You should be mm -hmm. very cautious, especially when someone is trying to sell you something. Right. Whether that is Amazon trying to sell you a, a laser pointer and calling it a therapy laser, <laughs> uh, or whether there are companies that are, you know, creating sometimes really amazing looking products. Do they even work though? Mm -hmm. um, and all the way to, you know, potentially a healthcare practitioner who's trying to sell um, you know, light therapy or laser therapy packages or memberships or whatever, um, you have to want to know, is there a benefit mm -hmm. or is it a waste of time? Is it a waste of money? Right. Cause it can look good, but you got to get down into it and really see. Yeah. So, yeah. And that, that's why we like to go to the science here. Mm -hmm. We have so, I mean, thousands of studies have been published on, on what is now called photobiomodulation or light therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so going back to the research, is a heck of a lot better than just shouting about what we uh, want to promote. Mm -hmm. So um, the reason that we promote laser therapy in particular, especially when done by a clinician who's been trained in it, mm -hmm. is that it can be incredibly beneficial and, and completely worth the cost. 
But what about all these kind of different aspects of light therapy, laser therapy, and so forth? That's what we're getting into today. So panels, beds, handheld pieces, there's all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some pictures. You, you've probably seen pictures like this before. You know, handheld units a lot of times look something like this. Mm-hmm. They're small. They can be applied to kind of targeted areas. Uh, we know this kind of treatment quite well, really, because this is what we do with our doctors that are trained mm-hmm. in laser therapy, mm-hmm. is targeted application of very powerful light right. that helps to stimulate pain reduction and healing and has even been shown to help heal rotator cuff tears, mm-hmm. physically actually grows that muscle back. Mm-hmm. Um, every From there all the way through growing back uh, damaged nerves. Mm-hmm. And we know mm-hmm. that targeted laser therapy can work for quite well. Yes. Um, there's a, there's one quote I will bring you here uh, from this study where they talk about the, the mechanisms a little bit. They say the underlying theory of photobiomodulation therapy or, or red light therapy or whatever all these different terms you've heard mm-hmm. cold laser therapy is another one that's still sticking around right uh the idea the underlying theory is that this light this red and infrared energy is absorbed by the subcellular chromophores of the mitochondria and a chromophore don't get tangled up on that chromophore is just a word that means a light absorbing molecule mm-hmm. right you know mm-hmm. black shirts are more light absorbing than white shirts that, that's right. kind of the thing we're referring to Inside the, the powerhouse of the cell, the mitochondria, mm-hmm. there are little light-absorbing molecules that mm-hmm. can actually absorb this particular kind of light, and that results in cytochrome C oxidase being triggered, which accelerates ATP synthesis, which is basically energy production energy. in the cell. Mm-hmm. And that increases the proliferation of myoregulatory factors, which is muscle regulatory. Myo means muscle such as myogenin and MF, uh, M, MRF4, <laughs> which are integral to the formation of mature muscle fibers and muscle repair process. So in athletes in particular, because this study is about athletes, they say muscle protection effects of photobiomodulation therapy involve reducing the inflammation from exercise-induced muscle damage mm-hmm. and preconditioning the muscle before exercise. So there's a couple couple ideas there. You can mm-hmm. use this light to help stimulate the biology of the cell. That's why it's photobiomodulation. But you can, hopefully, the idea is you can stimulate a protective effect by using it pre-exercise as well. Mm-hmm. So interesting ideas here. These aren't things that have been proven out in other studies that we know these okay. things do happen. Right. So then everybody's question, and you've heard this one from patients over mm-hmm. and over, mm-hmm. oh, I wish you could just put me in a laser tunnel. Yes. Yeah. So, I, I have, I've said it too. You know, we all say it because we know. But. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a nice idea. Like you said in, in the it intro, is. you know, um, the idea of just being able to do this everywhere sounds really good. So there have been a number of products developed for this. You'll see things like panels um, that are designed to expose very large portions of the body. Um, and from that all the way up to, um, you know, beds really like full-on beds uh, like this one right here this one is hmm. the novo thor full body light bed it looks like a tanning bed it does yeah it does but instead of the uv light which can be damaging right mm-hmm. this is completely safe right. mm-hmm. red and infrared light and mm-hmm. their idea here is that by using this full body approach uh, you you not only get 
the effects that you would get through targeted approach, but you get it everywhere, mm -hmm. right? So we have to see, you know, does that really work out? In this study, they actually say, if I can get my quote, <laughs> they actually say that typically the conventional method is the use of a handheld device. And that handheld device, you know, is something, something like this, right? Mm -hmm. Where you apply it to a very targeted area. So uh, they say that is designed to treat localized muscle tissue for these athletic kind of applications. They also go on to say that as expected, larger devices, such as whole body light beds like this one, mm -hmm. have minimal research due to their cost. Because this is, this is, I don't remember exactly how much Novothor is, it's like $80,000, $90,000, I think. <laughs> but they say in here it's between sixty dollars and $130,000. They are assumed to be advantageous by treating more target tissue in a shorter amount of time. And you wonder how. Mm -hmm. That's my big question. Yeah. How, how does that work? When, because we, you know, I've been trained that it's targeted areas... So how would a whole body system really work and how effective would it be? Well, there's, there's a reason that you were trained to do targeted treatments rather than whole body treatments, so there's a limit. One of the large mechanisms of how photobiomodulation works is by increasing blood flow. Mm -hmm. Now, you only have so much blood in your body. You only have so much to go around. Yes, mm -hmm. you can divert some to other areas. Let's say you eat a really big meal. A lot of your blood flow goes, goes to the stomach, stomach. <laughs> yep, and then you feel sleepy and tired because mm -hmm. your blood flow is taken there, right? Mm -hmm. When mm -hmm. you apply light therapy to a localized area like, like this, mm -hmm. that draws blood flow to that area mm -hmm. from other places. Right. You can only do so much of that before your body doesn't have more blood to send there. Mm -hmm. And does it make you tired? Yes. Yeah, it, it can. Really it, it can. It really can. It can because so. just like after eating a big meal, you're taking blood and shoving it into this other area, and that's magnificent for healing a targeted mm -hmm. area. Mm -hmm. But can you do that to the entire body and have benefit? Your training says no. My training says no. Yes. So, so let's see. Let's what see the what study the study says. says. I'm not going to refute research, but you can always question it. Right. So. Yes. Well, and maybe it's not even the research that we have to refute. Maybe it's just the ideas. Maybe it's just the promotions mm -hmm. of some of these manufacturers. But in this study, they took 12 <laughs> trained athlete, athletes, uh, males, um, and they, they treated them with photobiomodulation both before and after really intense exercise sessions. Mm -hmm. And they did this in a crossover format. I'll, I'll bring this up. This may not make a lot of sense. Um, but in this format, the one group started with photobiomodulation treatment in that first week. The second group did photobiomodulation in the second week. So both groups did get this, this light therapy treatment. Mm -hmm. But on the crossover part, that means that one group did the light while the other group did a placebo. They mm -hmm. just laid in the bed, basically. Mm -hmm. And then they switched. So that way it helps to get rid of some of the confounding factors of, well, maybe the groups were different. No, we treated both groups the same. We ran them mm -hmm. at the same time. We just had them doing different things. Right. And that is actually a, a really great way to look at something in a very fair manner. So mm -hmm. I, mean, I, was, I was happy to see that. Now their goals, their goals of treating these athletes before and after 
uh, exercise was to examine the effects of pre-exercise and post-exercise whole body photobiomodulation therapy on, crea on creatine kinase and salivary IL-6, which those are two very simple, straightforward markers that you can mm -hmm. measure mm -hmm. to see how much muscle damage was done during an intense bout of exercise. Mm -hmm. They say, we hypothesized that using the whole body photobiomodulation treatment would result in reduced activity of creatine kinase and IL-6 after the training compared to no photobiomodulation. So the idea was you use this light bed before and after exercise and you end up with less muscle damage, less muscle inflammation, and therefore right. quicker healing, less pain after an exercise, you know, less soreness, right. um, less inflammation throughout the body from this really intense. And this wasn't just, you know, going to the gym and spending 10 minutes on the treadmill. These guys are doing some heavy, heavy stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, really interesting approach here really good approach i think as far as how they did that crossover bit mm -hmm. um something to note here is that these these 12 men were of uh, pretty varied ages from 21 up to uh, 43 and everything from crossfitters to powerlifters to cheer participants so mm -hmm. um okay. so varied uh, but they all had a minimum of three years of resistance training experience, and they didn't have any other serious physical limitations to exercise. Mm -hmm. So um, what they did with that is they underwent this whole um, this whole uh, training system, right? And they crossed over, and then they did it you know, either with or without light therapy, mm -hmm. and they took tests all along the way, too, to see how it was going to shake out. And what do you think they saw? Well, <laughs> they might have seen marginal improvements, um, marginal repair. I don't know. Yeah. Um, again, my, my brain is going back to uh -huh. what I know. And, you know, yes, before and after exercise, laser therapy treatments work. Yes. They work very well. But it, but, it's, but it, again, it's targeted to but the specific muscle group or um area yes. that you're that you're working not not the entire body so i'm Correct. i'm really interested to see what they found so they found they found very little <laughs> <laughs> so with interleukin 6 there was essentially no change hmm. between the control group and the light therapy group mm-hmm and then for creatine kinase, there looks like there's some change, and there's some change, but do realize this red line starts below the black line and never catches up to it, mm -hmm. right? So it's about the same curve between those who got the light therapy and those who didn't, which, see, that's a red line versus the black line. Okay. So you notice those curves match, so... So the red line is the laser therapy group. Right. And then the blacks are the ones who it's didn't the get the light therapy. That's interesting. And so um, a little bit of difference between the two groups, but essentially no real measurable significant difference. Now, we should mention that we're looking at images from the study. Yes, And we you. will link the study in the podcast notes for those who are not watching the video. 
Yes. So you yep. can look and see what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, these this is all in there, and this is an open access article, so you can see all of this. You can read this whole thing. Uh, you can argue with us on it too if you want to. Um, you know, you can always email us info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. Um, we welcome questions and comments and things like that would be mm -hmm. fantastic. But uh, no, in this case, uh, the author said there's really, um, let's see if I can get to the quote just so you can hear it straight from them. But they said that photobiomodulation therapy did not significantly reduce creatine kinase or salivary IL-6 response post-exercise compared to the control group. Um, there's, I do want to point out, there were some of the participants that did get significant changes in their creatine kinase levels when they used the light therapy versus when they didn't. Hmm. But it wasn't enough of them to really show a difference. Okay. Um, that we could say, yes, this, this is a thing that happens. Hmm. Question, were they doing the same exercises in the gym? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and they were actually... They were uh, measured for their body composition and their one mm -hmm. rep max on the okay. bench press in order to set everybody up so that they were so exercising all to the same. It really was a, a good comparison. It really yeah. was. I, I believe so. Now, it's only 12 participants. Right? right. There's only 12 people in the study, which is a small study, really. Um, and, and there's a lot of interpersonal variability here, too, as far as ages. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's hard to draw really hard conclusions, whether for or against this, except that it is pretty clear that it doesn't have an effect across the board. Yeah. So at the very least, we can say it's not going to work for everybody. It well, might help some people. And we know from what we do in clinic that people respond differently Absolutely. to the same um, injury, if you will, or mm -hmm. condition. Um it just depends. Each body's different. They respond differently, slower, faster, whatever. That's so. exactly right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you'll take two people that have really the same condition. They're very much similar cases. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and then you start them on the same kind of treatment, and they respond in a very, very different way. Now, we did still get very high success rates. Right. But that right. does take some work. You have to individualize mm -hmm. the treatment to the patient. You have to change mm -hmm. your settings. You have to know mm -hmm. how to change your settings. Uh, as a healthcare provider doing laser therapy and that's that's why we generally don't have you know, we don't really make big recommendations for some of these home devices mm -hmm. they, they're very difficult to run in some cases they're hard to customize a lot of them do not output the power that they claim to right um, and even the ones that I feel would be trustworthy I really do believe this Novathor bed puts out good power mm -hmm. um, at, at, at the specifications that it claims uh, we don't really have the evidence to support that that's worth it. It right. really doesn't at this point with the research we have, it doesn't seem to be worth the $90,000 mm -hmm. or however much that it costs. That's <laughs> a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And then it takes commitment and consistency, mm -hmm. you know, as an individual, as a uh, provider. Uh, there's just a lots, lots to go in there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So... So there were a couple of things that I would like to point out here. If you're getting full body light therapy and you feel that it's helpful, we have no indication that it would ever be harmful. So I'm not gonna tell you not to do it. I right. would just tell you, I would that don't spend all your money on it. Right. There might be other things that would, work, that would work better. But if you're finding success, I won't discourage you uh, from continuing to use it. Oh, I would not do right. that at all. No. I, I, think, no. um, I think there is potentially some good uh, uses for for these, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to skin wellness, when you can expose mm -hmm. the whole skin, mm -hmm. and that, that does go back mm -hmm. to, you know, you don't want to necessarily be using 
uh, a light therapy panel and be clothed. You know, this gentleman's got a shirt off, but full pants on. You, you might do better with less clothing because the light won't go through clothing. Right. You know, so if you're getting in one of these one of these beds, you know, this person's you know in underwear. That works. That's fine. But the more skin exposure you can have, the mm-hmm. better. So make sure mm-hmm. you're doing that. Uh, make sure you follow any other instructions you've been given. You know, if you're getting you know red light therapy, it, it can be pretty warm and uncomfortable in these in these beds. In mm. this case, they said that. Um, let's see, where is it? They said that it was getting uncomfortably hot, so they added a fan. Uh, that can be good. Uh, mm. The treatments generally are between eight and twenty minutes. Um, and and so it doesn't take a really long time. Right. Uh, matter many, of fact, you can definitely overdo it. How many times a week did they do this? Uh, actually, I'm not sure. Okay. Because they were doing it before, um, before and after the uh, the exercise levels. I believe they just did the the once a week. Okay. And then they had a little bit of active recovery time after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, there's there, we don't really have guidelines here as far as uh, like how often to use it, mm-hmm. when to use it, why to use it even. Right. Um, and there are problems with large doses, so you can't just be in this thing forever. And in this particular study, they say that each session delivered four hundred and seventy-three thousand joules. Oh my goodness. Which is a lot. That's a lot. I mean, we'll put mm-hmm. five thousand joules into a low back. Sure, that's fine. Targeted that's area. Five thousand mm-hmm. targeted area. Yeah. yeah. But 473 joules, 473,000 joules is a lot of energy. That is. And they do say that this is not in accordance with recommendations, um, which recommend 60 to 300 joules for large muscle groups and 20 to 60 joules for small muscle groups. That's Mm -hmm. quite a bit less. Mm -hmm. They say that the large size of this total energy, the 473,000 joules, is a consequence of doing this whole body. We do recognize that this dose is beyond the suggested therapeutic window. We believe it might contribute to our lack of positive findings. Hmm. So, well, you know, that that's good that they they pointed that out. Yeah, you know, the problem is you're exposing such a large area that if you mm-hmm. just turn the time down, then you're not getting enough light. Right. But if you do more time, then you're getting too much light. See, and that was done twice, so you double that four hundred and whatever thousand joules, and you're well, just in one session, it was four hundred seventy-three thousand. Right. And then, but but yes, but and then, then you're doing it again a week later or a few days later. Right. Yeah, right. it's a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy into the body. Um, another problem is just like with with panels, um, these beds don't allow for contact onto the skin like you'd get with a handheld unit. Mm-hmm. Right, so this gets pretty much right on the skin. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, you know, that standoff. That allows for a lot of reflection, which means you don't get much penetration through the skin. Well, and diffusion, dispersion, it just doesn't Mm -hmm. get there. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't make it really deep into the body where you'd want it, into those muscles. Right. They say that this whole body bed method does not allow for direct contact with the skin, Hmm. uh, which is not in accordance with the recommendations. This limitation is applicable to handheld devices when the practitioner is able to place the therapeutic device directly over the target tissue, but that can't be used with a whole body device, as the top of the bed, at least, is several inches above the subject. Even mm-hmm. with even with a Novothor, mm-hmm. you might lay flat on the bottom and get you know some direct kind of light into the back of the body, but certainly this big air gap here is going to minimize... Um, 
You just time it and flip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the idea. There's there's, there's another yeah. um, therapy kind of bed out there that's just the bottom. Mm-hmm. You lay on one side, then you flip over, right? Mm-hmm. Um, still, you know, still uh, there, there's there's problems there. We know that when you have light shining at an angle mm-hmm. where it's not really uh, straight onto the body, that you can end up with a lot of loss. I mean, just look how much glow. Right. is around here that's all wasted light right any light that you see is not going into the body and doing its job right so even if you've got a really powerful unit like the Thor um bed if you're losing a lot of light that means it's not going where it's supposed to so it's not doing the body any good if it's bouncing around the room if it's reflecting off the skin because it's coming in at an angle mm-hmm. that's another benefit to having a handheld being able to be right on the skin well, it won't show my picture. There it is. But being able to be right on the skin, you have very little light loss, so right. more of it's going to go in. Mm-hmm. And this gets magnified when you start talking about, you know, in this case, this is this is an LED unit. But when you have a laser, mm-hmm. that light is all directed mm-hmm. straight into the patient. Right. So, um, you know, I, I believe that you're going to get much better results out of targeted laser therapy, especially when you have a trained clinician involved. Mm-hmm. That's how to get really good results with mm-hmm. photobiomodulation, with light therapy. Right. I think your ability to benefit is a lot more questionable when it comes to these light beds, these light panels. Not only are the specifications often wrong, mm-hmm. and they're not putting out much for light, but also um, they're expensive in many cases. Amazingly so. Yeah. I mean, therapeutic devices can be, you know, spendy. I mean, not common items in the household. That's why you go to a provider who's trained and knows how to use it. Um, But they're not as expensive as a bed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, and more effective. In my. That's what we're going for, right? Yeah. Yeah. In my training, it's more effective. So. Yeah. And that replicates what we see in clinic, too. Yes. You know. Mm-hmm. So if you have questions on this, if you'd like to um, uh, give us uh, some feedback, if you disagree, if you agree, uh, let us know. Let us know what your experiences are. You're certainly welcome to email us at any point, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you are looking for effective photomyomodulation care, good effective laser therapy, go to our website, lasertherapyinstitute.org. Mm-hmm. There's a clinic locator there. You can see if we have a clinic near you. If you can't find one near you, Again, shoot us an email. We'll try and find someone near you with at least the right equipment and try Mm -hmm. and point you in the right direction. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Talk to you in a couple weeks. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.